from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Tim and Dennis will be back tomorrow. They're off having a little bit of fun today. So we are in the seats. Hopefully you stick around for the three-hour ride, a full afternoon and a full evening as well because we do have Wolfpack Weekly today uh, with uh, Dave Doran tonight as well as uh, Charlotte FC Soccer uh, this evening as they take on Philadelphia. So that is tonight uh, from Charlotte. But we want to dig in here right away talking about the idea of an Andy Dalton start for your Carolina Panthers after an 0-2 start. The Panthers struggling clearly, Brian, but it's not for the reasons you might think that Bryce Young has been ineffective. He's been having uh, decision-making issues. He's clearly not the guy that everybody thinks he is. It's because he didn't actually suit up today. Yeah, no practice today, an ankle injury. I, I read their injury report today, and I thought it was just a list of their best players. Br- <laughs> Bryce Young out with an ankle injury. Uh, Miles Sanders limited. Brian Burns limited. Justin Houston limited. And I said, whoa, that is, that, that's not great. So I think it's time. 0-2, not great. Right. So I think it's time for us to readjust uh, expectations for this Carolina Panthers team. Uh, knowing what we know now, how things have been how expectations were going into the season, right? Because the NFC South was supposed to be this trash division, complete trash based on last year's results because history is our guide. This is the way it's supposed to be. New Orleans was breaking in a new quarterback, even though he was a veteran quarterback. New Orleans was kind of like, eh, I'm not sure what we have. Atlanta has Desmond Ritter, who throws as well as Justin Fields does. <laughs> and you have New or- uh, Tampa, which is Tom Brady-less and was shifting to Baker Mayfield. So this was the division for everyone to take and for everyone we all thought and we all meant let's be honest we all meant the division was to take for the Carolina Panthers because we had Frank Wright the friendly coach the friendliest coach there is I'm trying to sing along to (laughs) Casper the friendly ghost Frank Wright the friendly coach the friendliest coach there is who everybody loves right we all love Frank Wright yeah sure sure we all love Frank Wright everyone loves the backup quarterback right and we love the fact that he assembled this all-star cast and that we made this great trade, splashy, splashy, splashy trade to go to number one, to go get who, the somewhat consensus number one pick. Uh, Bryce Young, this is what it is. It's Bryce Young. This is the team. Roll through preseason, no expectations. It's the preseason, right? We don't think very much of the preseason. We come into this season, kind of lay a goose egg in that opener on the road, but it's forgivable, right? <laughs> You're on the road. And then... You have Monday night's game, and you're like, oh, so what should we be thinking now after two games? Well, I don't want to be included in we, because there was this sense that, uh, you know, I sat in this chair a lot over the summer, and there you was did. this sense that terrible division, all-star coaching staff, Bryce Young, 9-8, and eight, we're getting in the playoffs. And I thought, whoa, 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 timeout, timeout, timeout. Uh Best case scenario for this year, Bryce Young stays healthy and proves that he can be an NFL, an above average NFL starter. That should be the baseline. And now I think everyone else has adjusted down to that. I look at their skill position players, Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen. I, I see a bunch of average NFL players. Uh, you know, I see a bunch of number three wide receivers. I, I see Bryce Young and, and I like, I like him. I think he, he can be an above average NFL quarterback, but Man, I see Anthony Richardson. I see these guys with the physical tools. I say, that's kind of what you need to be a quarterback here in the NFL in 2023. 
I'm not sure. You know, there was a story on ESPN that, that you can't run quarterback sneaks with Bryce Young. I watched Jalen Hurts get pushed all the way down the field and say, now you're telling me that the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers can't run a quarterback sneak because he's too slight? I mean, that's just not where we're headed. We're headed to Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen and, and Anthony Richardson, giant quarterbacks who, who are in, integral to your running game, and now you're telling me your quarterback can't even do a quarterback sneak. Like, I think their alarm bells are ringing on this team. Oh, man, I hate to say it's a loud alarm. Maybe it's just a flashy alarm, but uh, on the Pat McAfee show earlier, Dan Olofsky, who's been on with us before from ESPN, uh, talked about this average portion of uh, of Carolina Panthers you've been talking about. He spoke specifically about Adam Thielen, who is not used to being the top guy in the room. Yeah, he's, he's not as fast. And, and, and part of it, too, when, when Adam was you know at the peak, it was with Steph or was with Justin. Yeah. And so... That's that's kind of like where he thrives in that role, and now he's he's the number one. So, you know, Mingo, their young receivers, got to take a step forward and, and kind of continue his development. I don't know what's going on with DJ Chark. Maybe he's not as healthy as uh, you would hope because I think he does bring a vertical element. Um, and so, like, it, it's it's that's another part of this conversation. You know, Pat is. I just don't think if you're an NFL offense that if you think you're going to catch the ball out of the gun and dink and dunk for four-yard completions right now, it's just not realistic because all these defenses have so many simulated pressures. The three number three wide receivers. I mean, Thielen at this point in his career is a number three. Mingo at this point in his career is a number three. Maybe he gets a lot better. And Chark is not is not healthy, but, but I would put him in that two-three category. Look, fantasy football is not real football, right? But for wide receivers and skill position players, it's a good gauge. You're not drafting any of these guys. You're not putting any of these guys in your starting lineup if you're a fantasy team. There's no production coming from your running back, your wide receivers, your tight end. And that and, and add to it a rookie quarterback who who may be really good eventually, but he's still a rookie quarterback and all this is new to him. You know, those throws he made over the middle against Atlanta are are rookie mistakes. And he's got nobody at the skill position to help him out. Well, I thought they, that's what was all addressed in free agency though. (laughs) We went out and got Hunter Henry who talked up the praises of Bryce Young. We went out and got Miles Sanders, but I go back to history serves as a guy. Not Hunter Henry, right? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, right. Hayden Hurst. Not even Hunter Henry. Right. He's the discount version of Hunter Henry. (laughs) The wish, the wish version. (laughs) Right. As history serves as the guide. I remember when Emmett Smith was signed from the Dallas Cowboys to the Arizona Cardinals, where in year one of the Arizona Cardinals, he had a pro bowl season. He ran for more than 1,000 yards, but along with those 1,000 yards, he had roughly 300 carries. This is what Miles Sanders is turning into. Miles Sanders may get 1,000 yards this year, but because he's going to have about 300 workhorse carries, he's going to average maybe three yards a carry, which means on third downs, Miles Sanders is not an option. He's not going to be an option. So you know Bryce Young's going to have to make a play, and they're not going to have to be able to do it rugby style, pushing him through the line because the line so far has been, honestly, kind of like the line that Bryce Young would have inherited this year at Alabama, which is basically like this Olay offensive line, which like, oh, yeah, just come abated to the quarterback. It's totally cool. And then make you make a decision. So the clock is running a lot quicker for Bryce Young, which is stunting some of that growth for him. He doesn't get a chance to really see the whole field because he's not that, that clock that goes off in your head that they say signal callers always have. For his, for some reason, he's losing a second every time that ball gets snapped. And this is all fine, except for some reason people thought this was a playoff team, right? This is what happens when you draft number one, you have a rookie quarterback, uh, you don't have a ton of skilled position players yet in year one. This is what happens. 
But everyone's for some reason went into the season thinking bad division, all star coaching staff, nine and eight playoff berth. JC Horn is now hurt. Right. Shaq is out for the season, most likely. The, the, and this is where it's really going to get painful. The Panthers do not have their first round pick next year. So as bad, you know, one of the solaces of being so bad is, hey, we get to pick in the top five. We get to pick in the top three. You don't have your first round pick next year. A front office mistake or basically you were hoping for something. Hope doesn't win you football games, unfortunately. And right now it's been a couple of games of hope this gets better. Hope we're able to execute better. Hope we're able to do more things. And as you mentioned, today's uh, <laughs> injury report was a list of the who's who of Panthers. It was like the, the 40 under 40 you see in like the business journal. <laughs> That's literally the Panthers injury list right now. Everybody you know that is on this team that you can recite over and over and over again. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Speaking of fanning together, Sam Howell's doing pretty good in Washington. He's doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He is. He looked awesome in that comeback against the Broncos. Was it awesome? Was it truly awesome? Well, he looked awesome. Yeah. He, was, mean, he looks the part, right? Yeah. And acts the part of an NFL quarterback. He has both of those down pat. He's in the NFC East, which everyone's 2-0. Which is well, no, no, not the, the Giants, not the Giants, not seven the Giants. and one as a division. Gi yeah, the Giants took the took the goose egg to Dallas, but still a division that is normally flip flop the other way. All these successful teams with the Dallas and the, uh, Dallas and Washington and Philadelphia for uh, obvious reasons because they're they're just a good team right now, and New York, the Giants, who happen to be playing tomorrow night here on the fan against uh, San Francisco in Thursday night football. Sam Howell finds himself in a unique position for as much static as Ron Rivera took by not naming him the starting quarterback like right away, right out of training camp, he has stepped in under a new offensive coordinator with Eric Bieniemy, and efficiently turned the Washington Commanders, which I'm still struggling to come to grips with saying Commanders, uh, into a legitimate football team. He's got weapons around him. There's a decent running game as well, and we know that the Commanders, when pressed to play defense, will play defense. And so... Sam Howell, as a young quarterback, finds himself in the right situation at the right time. But for a guy like Bryce Young, and I want to I want to temper this by saying we just spent the last 10, 12 minutes hammering the Panthers <laughs> about their first two games going, they're not a playoff team, although diehard Panthers fans would certainly disagree. 
saying, no, we're going to the playoffs still. There's still a chance. We have 15 more games. There are two games back of every team in their division. It's it's a long season. But we don't don't normally dig out those statistics, right, until like three or four games. The teams that lose like the most, those games up front have like a 9% chance of making the postseason or whatever it is. I think since they expanded to seven playoff teams, only one team has started 0-2 and and made it to the playoffs. So what you're saying is (laughs) there's a chance. There's still a chance. (laughs) That was the Bengals. I don't, I don't see Jamar Chase and T. Higgins walking through that door. No, they are not. But Bryce Young, who, Dan Orlovsky again, who talked to us just moments ago on the Pat McAfee Show, says he can play well in the NFL. Yeah, he's got all the skills and the traits physically and mentally you know, needed to go play really well in the NFL. I absolutely still believe that. I think what's going on in Carolina is um, – it's a little bit unexpected when it comes, certainly with the offensive line. I thought the offensive line would play a little bit better than they have the first two weeks. So what's the big difference here now for Bryce Young as opposed to Sam Howell, who is the right quarterback in the right situation, what seems to be the right time, two games in. Let's, sure. Again, sure. let's all take that big deep breath here. And then Bryce Young, who was the number one pick, which comes with a different expectation. We can all agree on that. And with a apparently a quarterback-minded head coach. And so is it the right quarterback at the wrong time for the Panthers? Yeah, I mean, let, let's trace this a little bit back, right? Sam Howe could have been a Carolina Panther. He slipped all the way to the fifth round. In that draft, the Panthers traded up to get Matt Corral in the third round. Matt Corral, who's been cut, uh, signed by New England and cut and cut from them. Uh, if you look, you can play these games all the time, but had you drafted Howe and let him sit and had him as the starter – you would still have DJ Moore. You would have still had the ninth pick in the draft in which you could have used on. Guess who went ninth? Jalen Carter, who's probably the best player in the draft, off-field concerns you know, notwithstanding. You'd still have your number one pick moving forward. you still have an extra third-round pick moving forward. So, I mean, you can do this in hindsight, right? But, sure. But Sam Howell, many people thought, hey, the Panthers should draft Sam Howell. I think it's a combination, right? Brock Purdy was drafted in the sixth round or the seventh round. Dead last. Mr. Irrelevant. Had he not gone to San Francisco, had he gone to, say, 28 other teams, I don't think we'd ever heard of the name Brock Purdy. That but situation he went, doesn't exist. He right. went to the perfect situation, uh, a, a coach that can get the most out of him, surrounded by talent. I mean, this is one of the reasons that quarterbacks taken atop the draft usually struggle. They're not surrounded by talent or else you wouldn't be picking near the top of the draft. We're seeing it with Justin Fields. They went out and got DJ Moore to try to help him. They went out and got Claypool to try to help him. That situation I don't think is is the wrong situation. I, I just don't think Justin Fields is really cut out to be an NFL quarterback at the moment. Um, we've seen it with Zach Wilson, right? How many chances is Zach Wilson going to get? So it, it's a crapshoot at the top of the draft. And and I don't know if you can always separate, you know, would Pat Mahomes be Pat Mahomes if he didn't get drafted in Kansas City with enemy, get to sit behind Alex Smith, and, and then get to take over and, and be if he had gotten drafted by Carolina or if he'd gotten drafted by the Jets. Would he be Patrick Mahomes? This is, and you make a good point about being drafted atop the board. Like Caleb, Caleb Williams' father coming out about a week ago, were saying, saying, hey, you know, we might not go to the draft because I'm going to end up in a situation where I, I don't think I, I, he would want to even be in. But those situations where you would go, you talk about Arizona, you talk about 
Chicago. Houston. You talk about Houston and, and places like that that are going to go that way. They may not be in that position to even want to make that pick. So they could still end up, again, hypotheticals, but they could still end up in a good situation if you get an eager team like the Carolina Panthers who have a pick, middling pick or so, and they're like, you know what, we're all in. We're going to go get this guy because we need a Kayla Williams. We need a Drake May. We need a Jordan Travis, the guys who are considered kind of the consensus top of this next year's draft. I mean, it's too easy. It's too I mean, nobody's writing off Bryce Young. I think most people think he's going to be an effective NFL quarterback, but you see what other teams have done in that second year when they when they realize okay we've got a quarterback then they go get a wide receiver the bills got stefan diggs to help aid in the development of josh allen the eagles went out and got aj brown and Devontae smith to help in the development of jalen hurts um you can go down the look look what they did down in in miami they got jalen waddle and and tyreek hill to help in the development of tua this is this is how the nfl works you get your quarterback you think you know what you got and then look at the Bears. They went out and got wide receivers to help with the development of Justin Fields. You get the quarterback, and then you go get the wide receiver, and, and that's how it happens. And so I'd imagine in this offseason we'll be talking about the Panthers going out and trying to find a number one receiver to aid in the development of Bryce Young, just the the, the circle of life kind of in the NFL. Paul Ihander and Brian Murphy in for Tim Donnelly today here on The Drive on 99.9 The Fan. Listen to us on your Alexa. Just enable the skill. Just say, hey, Alexa, play 99.9 The Fan or stream us, uh, com or with the app, which is uh, downloadable. We're kind of everywhere right now. So we talk about younger quarterbacks being put in different situations. Desmond Ritter in Atlanta is an interesting case for me. It's an NFC South play, but they went out and got Bijan Robinson for him. But last year he had to sit behind Marcus Mariota, who was supposed to be kind of the veteran guy, learned from and whatnot. At the end of that season, it went kind of squirrely with you know him leaving Mariota leading the team and Ritter coming. Ritter hasn't exactly lit the place on fire, for sure. But the Falcons are two and zero. But they're not expecting that offense to carry the load in Atlanta. It's like, keep the games close and see if our skill guys can make things happen. And honestly, Kyle Pitts have a, have a rebound season. Last year was abysmal for Pitts down there. Well, they've, got, they've gone the opposite way, right? The, instead of getting the quarterback and then adding all the skill players, they've went and got all the skill players and are trying to make it work with a below-average quarterback. They've got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson. They also have a coach who is just committed to – we are going to pound the football. Like, yes. they don't play football like that anymore in the NFL, but we were just going to run it 30, 35, 40 times, throw the ball out to Bijan and hope he makes a play. And it, it's working so far that the victory over Green Bay was, was a really, they came from behind. They were down most of that game and, and they made it work. They beat Green Bay. Jordan Love, another one of those situations where it's funny because when you look at Jordan Love, I'm like, He's not a young quarterback because he's been sitting for so long, but it's his first chance to kind of prove himself to a lot of people. But a guy who has, and we talked about the NFL running back situation before, with Aaron Jones kind of hurt, and so all of a sudden A.J. Dillon's back in the mix again. And then if you could pick out, you know, Christian Watson kind of came out of nowhere for them, but if you could pick out any of those guys and literally a lineup in front of you and said which one are the Packers receiving core and which ones are the receiving core at ODU, you would not be able to go between the two. There's unknowns. Well, and that was the problem. Like that was what Aaron Rodgers complained about, right? You, you kept spending your first round picks on on de- linemen and defenders and no skill position players. But Christian Watson is probably better than any wide receiver that the the Panthers have right now. And it might be the right time now for Jordan Love to take that step there for Aaron Rodgers to move aside finally and go to the Jets, and we all know what happened there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.